Music Pro Daily family, happy Monday. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you don't know, my name is Daniel Grimmett, and I'm the guy that working music producers come to when they want to 3X their business in a year. I run a consultancy called Dark Label Music, which you can learn more about at darklabelmusic.com. So whenever a client of mine graduates, we do what is called an exit interview, which is sort of like a testimonial, but uh, a bit more in depth. Basically, I ask them some questions about their experience, and generally they are short, but sometimes we get a little bit more into the weeds and they become really fun podcast episodes. If you're curious to watch more of these, by the way, we have a playlist of, of dozens of these client uh, exit interviews slash testimonials over at the Dark Label Music YouTube channel, which I will be putting a lot of attention into this year. So I'm excited about that. So in today's episode, I speak to our client, Gareth Thompson, who moved from Australia to Vietnam to travel and work remotely during the pandemic. We talk about how he unlocked new levels despite already having a decent foundation in his business, which led him to book up over $30,000 of new remote mixing work in a few months. Enjoy the interview. All right, Gareth, how's it going, man? Doing well. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, man. Thanks for hopping on here. Um, well, hey, why don't we just start with, you know, who you are and what you do and where you're from? Sure. So uh, I am a mixing engineer and mastering engineer predominantly at the moment. And I also do finishing producing and full track production. And I have a background as a drummer and musical director as well. I've, I started playing drums quite young and I was working as a drummer the last 10 years or so. Um, I'm from Australia, originally Melbourne, Australia. And uh, a couple of years ago, my girlfriend and I went to Vietnam for a month to try out working remotely. She's a designer. And I thought I'd take like a mixing rig. And uh, we ended up in Vietnam for a month and then a month turned into three and that turned into six months. And then we ended up kind of just being here. And uh, I found myself being sort of like accidentally forcing myself into full-time remote production <laughs> as a result of COVID and living in Vietnam. Right on, man. Good deal. Well, cool. Um, well, hey, what were, uh, you know, what were things like before? What, or, you know, what was kind of your reason for, for reaching out? What were you trying to grow or problems to solve? T tell me a bit about that. Yeah, sure. So, um, as I mentioned, I'd already had a background as a musician and I'd, I was working as a musician and uh, I was building up the mixing and production clientele and I'd been doing it for a few years, slowly building up um, and the word of mouth was going and uh, people were finding out about what I did and liked what I did, but it wasn't quite going fast enough for me to make this economically viable long term. And so I knew I needed to make some improvements um, in the way I was doing things and uh, I started checking out business podcasts and I started checking out music business podcasts and checking out various different things and came across your podcast and, and just completely devoured it in a really short amount of time went through every episode and really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, but the things I really needed to improve was I needed to figure out how to make this, uh, you know, as I said, it was going, but I needed to make it more economically viable to really make it a sustainable long-term career. Um, and I knew there'd be some improvements I could make. And I, I really liked the way you spoke about your work and 
spoke about the way you work with producers and and i yeah i felt there was something we could we could do together that was really cool yeah absolutely there's a lot of people that get to a point where things are good but then they're kind of at a sticking point like okay where do i where do i go from here you know i'm not not sure how to get from you know here to here even though here is pretty good right so totally man um well what are things like like now so we work together for uh, a number of months there. Um, you know, did you hit goals that you wanted to T tell us a little bit about uh, about that? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, it started working. You know, the work we were doing together started uh, to pay off a lot quicker than I expected. I, I gave myself, you know, I thought maybe it would take six months, six to twelve months, to really start to see results. But uh, honestly, within like two to three months, I was already pretty jam packed um uh you are really really good at identifying the sort of really knuckling down and figuring out really where my weak spots were um and i had a lot of mindset issues and had, had this thinking that it's going to take years to develop a you know the income to be able to sustain myself full time but i soon soon i found out that i had the experience and i had the networks from being a musician i just hadn't really figured out how to put it all together yet in a way that made sense for for artists um, and you were really, really great at sort of helping me refine my offer and figuring out, you know, even on our first call together, you say, oh, you should look into doing finishing producing. And I was like, I already kind of do that, but I didn't know it was a thing. Um, you know, a lot of the artists I was working with, I was doing co-production and then sort of mixing and mastering afterwards. And you were like, that's a thing. People do that. That's their finishes. <laughs> and, you know, it gave me the confidence to really embrace that part of what I do and, and not necessarily feel like I have to be a start when producer to be a producer. I can be a finishing producer and be really good at that. And it's valuable to artists and, and especially self self producing artists. Um, you know, I learned to connect with those a lot. Um, but yeah, you helped me figure out my offer. Um, you know, that you helped me figure out how to be a leader as a producer and how to connect and understand clients. Um, you helped me sort of figure out the pricing to try and make it more economically viable um you know you helped me with the refining my website and the copy and learning how to sort of address artists needs with that um, i mean just the other day i've had a few people say like oh your website went to it it was really simple and but i just really liked the way you sort of spoke to my needs really quickly <laughs> you know um yeah that was really really cool um yeah and i guess you know helped me sort of identify and help me just sort of um embrace learning how to you know share what i do better online um going remote you know as quickly as i did you know i'd built up a word of mouth career as a musician as a drummer but i wasn't really that um familiar yet with how to have an online brand i was better with being behind the scenes that's the way i built up my drumming career but learning how to be more visible online was still new to me and um you helped me sort of gain the confidence or the the taste or i guess maybe just the um i don't know how to say it but yeah you, you sort of push me even like the first few weeks you're like all right you're gonna post a couple of times this week and i was like oh god <laughs> i'm gonna do that <laughs> um but once you get into it and you know have someone sort of pushing you to do it you start straight away start to see results you're like oh this is a thing this works people straight away started hitting me up for stuff um that you know friends from uni friends from my music scene connections back in australia um straight away you start to see results and yeah you know, it's helpful to have someone just there go hey do this <laughs> yeah yeah it's not always about like you know needing to be a i'd say very few of the people you know this that that 
we work with are trying to be like influencers, you know, like a small handful mm. that are trying to do that kind of thing, which nothing wrong with that. But uh, yeah, it don't have to be that. It's just more, there's so much stuff going on, right? Like if we don't show up at mm. least a little bit, like we can't expect people mm. to like remember us or like, they, you know, cause there's just, we're all inundated with so much information. Um, totally, so yeah, even yeah. just a little bit of like, oh yeah, what's Gareth up to? Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, he's doing this sweet. I should hit him up. You know, it could be as simple as, as <laughs> that. You know, you don't have to be the next mm. big, uh, you know, YouTube star unless, unless you want to. Um, but totally. cool. Well, you sort of answered this a little bit earlier with darkly, uh, with, uh, sorry, with the podcast, uh, thing, yeah. but if you have any more to expand on, we can do that. If not, that's cool. But you know, I guess the next question is why uh, why dark label specifically out of all the uh, options? Why why come with us? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, yeah, as I said before, I, I checked out the podcast. I loved it. Um, I learned a lot. I really dug uh, your tone and your vibe, and and I guess how direct you were, and um, you know, had a, you had a way of expressing things. I actually just the other day started going back to the podcast just to sort of freshen up on some of those things again, um, but you know, you're really straight to the point and had so much information um, that really related to what I was, you know, trying to figure out. Um, and I checked in with a few of your other artists and clients, you know, it's great that you could, you would actually do promote your artists that you work with online. And, and I spoke to some of them and found out about their experiences and, you know, sort of relayed where I'm at and they're like, Oh yeah, I think he could help you. Um, and yeah then we spoke spoke together and it seemed like you know you understood where i was at and you know it seemed like you could help me get to where i wanted needed to be and it just sort of made it made logical sense um and honestly i did actually look around for other options but i couldn't really find anyone who compared who did the one-on-one -on -one thing um you know in the same way that you did i found a few other options but it seemed like the one-on-one -on -one thing was not um as refined or catered to what i needed as much as what as you did why was the one-on-one -on -one important in your decision-making, I guess? I'm just, I'm actually just curious for me. <laughs> um, well, I, you know, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, everyone's got unique circumstances. You know, I'm in this circumstance where I have a particular set of skills and a particular personality, a particular sort of client, and I'm hanging out, you know, in Vietnam doing a thing, you know, doing this online remote thing. Um, you know, I've got my, we've all got our own unique stuff. So just signing up to some template program online wouldn't necessarily make the same, you know, make sense, but we'll get the same results. Um, and yeah, and I guess, you know, coming back to things that you did help me with, uh, you know, we were chatting about it um, through our sessions and, and you were saying that like, uh, yeah, the first the first few months, the first few months, as well as all the technique stuff that we were going through and the process stuff we were going through, and it was literally just like mindset conversations we were having every every week. Every week that I'd you know have someone to bounce off what I was figuring out or trying to go through it that that week, and then you would help me with some sort of mindset stuff, um, and that was the biggest growth. This is the way you think about your work is uh, I knew I was expecting that, but actually going through it is a really different thing. I was expecting, yeah, it's going to be some mindset changes, but when you actually experience the mindset changes and you really experience um, solving these particular problems in the way you think about things, um, yeah, it changes everything, really. The whole game changes. Yeah, that's, you know, you mentioned in the beginning you were surprised at how fast 
it went, you know, and different people have different experiences. It doesn't always go faster, some real faster, some little slower. But I think with you, why there were relatively quick changes is you went, you went through some pretty big, like, mindset set shifts really quick because most of this stuff is just us in our own way you know we are in our own way right like everybody mm. does that so if you can have someone kind of chip away at that then yeah the fact the most most of this like what most of uh what keeps us slow is just like uncertainty and like it could be a lack of confidence or courage or just like we don't know or there's a fear or something so we kind of don't take action right i mean that's generally what a lot sure. of it is and when you start chipping away at that stuff you start taking a little bit more action, a little bit more of this. So yeah, it starts to just speed up faster. You know, I just find most of the time it's, yeah, there's some techniques and cool little, you know, techie stuff you could do with someone. Yeah. Most of the time it's like, they kind of know, especially people in dark level, right? Like most of them know what to do, right? But it's like, okay, well, what's, mm. why aren't we, right? What's that, what's that thing? Um, mm. So, so yeah, I would say that was probably my most, uh, or the most fun for me was, was doing all this stuff up in the, uh, in the beginning because just mm, cool. absolutely like the whole time i knew what was going to happen on the other side right for you it was probably it was like, okay <laughs> slowly but surely getting through this you know um each call probably <laughs> opens up a little, but i sort of know what happens yeah. after and yeah uh, yeah yeah i was excited about uh excited about that well hey last yeah. uh last little question here is just well, i've got one more thing to yeah, add like i was thinking it, about like the one-on-one thing and and I guess I was thinking further about it before, like all these like mindset things, you think you can sort of figure them out by yourself or you think you can sort of figure them out maybe with a friend or a friend, you know, another producer friend or a close mate's going to help you figure it out. But if you've literally got someone who's it's their job and they're doing it every day and they help, they've helped hundreds of other producers going through pretty similar issues, like there's nothing that can quite compare that to that. <laughs> Your friend is not their job to be solving everyone else's issues as a full-time job. They solve their own issues and they've got their own particular circumstances where like you, you've dealt with hundreds of producers and you've seen hundreds of different circumstances and you can pretty quickly diagnose what's going on. Um, unlike a friend or another producer who you speak to. Yeah. It's like trying to do your own therapy. It's kind of tough tough to do yeah, absolutely. perspective right <laughs> like you're emotionally yeah. attached to the to the thing i'm not yeah absolutely you know because i'm i'm yeah, i'm emotionally attached to my own but to another person not right so um so it's just a different perspective from someone else and, and it, i know this sounds weird for the for the music industry and i don't necessarily like recommend it for producers but like i can't be friends with clients until they're done, you know, like until our, our work is <laughs> up, then we can be buddies. Sure. Uh, I'm actually yeah, taking yeah. some of the free time I have on the holidays just to catch up with old clients and just say hello and what's up. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, during the process, it doesn't help the person if I'm f- friends with them necessarily, you know, it's like you don't want to be, not that I'm a therapist, but like just to, for as an example, you don't really want to be friends with your therapist, right? Cause then, you know, all their stuff and you're like, what are you telling me that? I know you do this thing too. You know? like, <laughs> there has to be a little bit yeah. of this, even though it seems weird, like, like a bit of a, has yeah, a bit of a teach, yeah. teacher, student authority. Right. And, right. There has to be at least that, a little bit. Someone of making the, yeah. And someone making the tough call at times, you know, right. Just like yeah. putting you and in then, your place. <laughs> yeah. And then after when they graduate, then we can all be buddies, but it just isn't helpful totally. during that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool. The last little thing is any advice you would give to others like that may have been in the same kind of situation where you were at um, uh, and doesn't have to just be like, oh, hire Dan, but something specific you want to dish out to people. 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, can you say that question again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just any advice, like maybe a big takeaway, yeah. like fr- from all this, uh, any advice you'd give to someone that was sort of in your same mm. situation when you started, you know, back when you were having the, when you were at that sticking point, kind of, if someone was there, what advice would you give them? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, if someone was in my exact situation six months ago, um, they'd be in a situation where like, They've got a bit of work going on, but they're they're going in through their savings slowly, and it's going to run out at some point. Um, they've maybe got another year or so, another year or two, and then they're going to be in a tricky sitch. Um, I was in a situation where I was living in Vietnam, sort of semi-stuck here with COVID, or not sure whether I should go back. Flights were crazy because it was like 10k to get a flight back to Australia. Oh my gosh! Um, I was like, well, I can either figure it out how to do this online remote thing, or buy a 10k flight back to Australia, or I'm going to have to get some sort of like job here in vietnam maybe teaching english or something like that you know it's like that was my options (laughs) so it was pretty obvious to me that i was like cool i really got to make this like mixing producing thing work as a full-time thing um and yeah i mean it i expected it would take six to 12 months for it to work but yeah within like i said within two months two to three months i was full-time booked and um i don't know exact figures right now but looking at the next three to six months, I've got about 30K of work lined up. Like I'm, I'm okay. You know, <laughs> I can live off this. Yeah, it's not sure. crazy amounts of money set up for the next, you know, it's not a, a crazy amount of money, but it's like enough, you know, new, new projects coming in every week or two. Um, I, yeah. So I, I'm going to extract, I'm gonna, I'm gonna extract the advice <laughs> out of here from you. Cause you just said something. Cause you're like, yeah, you know, 30K of work like lined up the next couple of months. Not crazy, but you know, it's cool. So to most people listening, that's crazy, right? That were in your situation. So what you just, what, you know, people watching this, what they just saw mm. is basically you have new normals now. Yeah, you know? that's true. Like what you consider, you know, crazy is like way different than probably what a normal, you know, mixer producer does. So with that, you know, so to, if I were to extract the advice from that, it's kind of like, hey, you need to be able to, level up your new normal, you know, level up your normals. And if you, if yeah. you put in the work, like what is normal to you grows. So if making a thousand bucks a month was like, that used to be a big deal. It used to be a big deal to all of us. Right. When we started like, Holy crap, I made a thousand dollars in a month. Yeah. I can actually make money doing music. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get to a point where you're like 30 K working next one month. Yeah. Okay, cool. Of course. You know, cause it's like, yeah, of course. Like I'm a professional is what I do. Like it's my job to go get clients yeah. and, you know, generate income for a business and provide value to the client. So it just becomes more normal. So, um, yeah, so totally, people, totally. And like, yeah. you know, the couple of reasons that normal changes is, um, you know, so you start to make money and you get a bit of confidence boost the next, the, those first few months, you're like, yeah, sick. Like I'm, I'm making some money now. And then you talk to all your other friends who actually have real careers and you're like, I'm not making money. <laughs> like everyone's making money. Oh, <laughs> Everyone who's been in a, everyone's like, you know, all my friends are animators or designers and they're making money. Like they're all like, they're making money. So once you put yourself back in a perspective and it's, you know. Um, so there's yeah, another it's... piece of advice. It's your, <laughs> like, it's your, yeah, your environment and your network. Like I'm in a bunch of these groups yeah. with like, you know, business consultants and stuff, people in my field or, you know, job consultant, but they're in other fields like real estate or fitness or whatever. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like in those groups, it's like, if you make less than a million a year, it's like, you're the bottom 1%, you know, it's 
people that make a ton of money. And I think that it, one, I, I pay to be in those environments just because I don't want, I don't have a lot of that, of that around me in, in my real world, you know, real life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Two, they obviously know more than I know because they've gotten to new levels and I want to learn from that. But three, it just, yeah, it just kind of keeps you like in perspective, you know, it's like, like, okay, cool. I'm doing all right. But like, we shouldn't stop here. There's so much more growth that could, could happen. Not that it's all about the, uh, the money necessarily, but it just shows you like, okay, cool. There's new bars to hit. Cause we want to always have new goals and things to reach. Cause that's exciting, you know? So. Yeah, absolutely. And just, and, and I guess similarly, you know, being in your Facebook group as well, like we've got a group um, with all your clients and, and uh, you know, sometimes jump in there and ask questions or respond to questions. But I think just the day-to-day, you know, brushing shoulders with other people, other producers who are going through similar, you know, growth periods or or have gone through some growth periods in past. And, and you know, there's guys in there, they're like, win, I made, you know, just locked in a 15K client. You're like, <laughs> crazy, you know. As, um, you know, just being day-to-day seeing those sort of people and the way they think and work. Um, you know, it's, you don't necessarily get to see a lot of that information, even with your friends, friends don't necessarily like openly share financials, um, you know, with each other. <laughs> we're, all, we're all business geeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think maybe it's no, a, I know. a normal. Yeah, yeah. When you hang with musicians, it's generally not for sure. Yeah, my friend's not going to text me when they had a win, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Me and Mark Eckert and some of our other buddies, we're the only weirdos that do that. (laughs) Hey, save some money for the rest of us, asshole. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've got one mate who's, you know, we've got that sort of vibe that we, you know, he's been really cool to bounce off. But, um, you know, for the most part, you don't see it on a daily basis. And having that sort of level up, that experience, um as well as being good. And been, you know, it also helps when it's the US dollar, which is always a bit more than the Australian dollar. And you, you realize after you have to calculate in your head again, oh, they made even more. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's um, always nice. It's like a little extra yeah. Yeah, cherry on top. It's like, okay, this is cool. But oh, wait, let me convert it. It's like, sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks so much for uh, doing this. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Man. Man, thank you. Well, I know it's we have a big time gap. So it's early here. It's late there. So I'll get let you uh, get on with your night, man. Thank you. All right. Good to chat. Bye. Speak soon. See you, man.